The following episode contains topics that some may find disturbing. Viewer discretion as advised. Verbet is a virtual casino in which players can use cryptocurrency to play the games that it hosts. Recently, it's been all over the internet. Streamers have been promoting the site like crazy, and with that will obviously come some conspiracy theories. And what is the main breeding ground for conspiracy theories in 2021? Well, I think that anyone that's ever used the app would definitely be able to see TikTok. All over the For You page recently have been conspiracies left and right that Rubet are hiding a dark secret. But, is it true? Or has everything just been blown way out of proportion? Tonight, we will be diving headfirst into the conspiracies surrounding the virtual casino. So, turn off the lights. And let's step into the darkness. If somehow you don't know what TikTok is, the basic rundown is that it's a platform for short videos, which also shadow banned me for a relatively tame video, but that's besides the point. TikTok is an algorithm which will decide what videos get pushed to the For You page. This is a page which is personalised for each user to show them videos that the algorithm thinks that they will be interested in. And TikTok has a huge community of conspiracy theories and true crime addicts. So, of course once someone made a video on the whole Rubik conspiracy, it was going to blow up. As we can see by the view counts on one user's page. The first video they uploaded got over 10 million video views, and the comments ran wild with the theory that the video put on the table. Just picking out some of the comments, we can see that there was a mix of opinions, some saying that she could be talking in Morse code, while others completely bin off any idea of something sinister happening. Essentially, this all started because of multiple incidents occurring involving the dealers. The dealers would look tired, some would even fall asleep, and in one case, one actually had a seizure during a game. Now, before we get into the conspiracies, let me quickly mention where the company Rubet belongs to is located and what the working conditions are like there. Rubet seems to be operated by a company called Tech House Limited, who are based in Belize. Belize is a country located in the northeastern coast of Central America, and according to some research, the working conditions for documented workers seem to be alright at best. In the late 90s, unemployment was almost at 15%, which is quite a large percentage considering the population of only around 400,000. Forced and child labour is also illegal in Belize, which will be an important fact when we go into a theory later. The minimum wage for full-time workers is around 1 US dollar per hour, which is nowhere near enough to live off of. However, thankfully most workers are paid more than minimum. The final thing to mention is that the standard hours per week are usually around 45. So with all that in mind, let's get into the conspiracies. So 
So I thought the first theory that we should go over that I've seen a couple of times in the comments is that they were trying to give us a message through the use of Morse code. Looking at the first video, we can assume that the commenter meant that the blinking was Morse code. Now, I'm not going to claim to be a Morse master, but I will try my best to convert it into Morse code if there is any. Yeah, watching that video, there's literally nothing to this theory. From what I could gather, if it was Morse code, it would spell out SO or something similar. So unless she's trying to pass a message on to her significant other, then I think we can say that this theory is definitely false. The next theory that we're going to go over, and I do have my own personal opinions on this one, as I do for most theories like this. In a TikTok by Ty the Crazy Guy, he tells us about a theory that he saw one commenter leave. The theory was that the girl blinking in the last video was actually a missing person. The missing person that she was compared to was Lauren Spear, an American woman who went missing in 2011. She was a 20-year-old university student and her case remains unsolved to this day. The theory that this person was Lauren was caught onto by her parents, and they then passed it on to the authorities. The mother of Lauren said that she has seen the TikTok video, and while they do not believe that it has anything to do with Lauren, they have forwarded it to the authorities, who are now aware. Now, I honestly wholeheartedly think that if you are theorising about missing people in this way, then it is extremely disrespectful. I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or not, and this isn't directly directed at Ty the Crazy Guy, because I know that this isn't his personal theory, and he just took it from the comments, but... I, unless you have very strong reason to believe that a missing person has been found or you have a concrete lead that could lead to their discovery, then I think you should keep it in until you've found more evidence to actually prove your point, especially when it's about a business which is possibly innocent. Another point that TikTok brings up quite often is that they wear masks so that they can't be 100% identified, and to this I say, are you living under a fucking rock? I don't know if you've heard right, and prepare yourself for this because it might be a shock to some, but have you heard of coronavirus? You know, the thing that has guidelines about wearing masks? How most people are still wearing masks nowadays? That is probably why. And for those people saying that there's no reason they should be wearing masks, as there seems to be no one around, it's been highly rumoured that the employees come from a company called Evolution Gaming, who we will get into later. But right now, having a look at a job listing for an online casino dealer, we can read their COVID disclaimer, which says that they are still compliant with infection control standards, one of which being to wear personal protective equipment such as masks in the workplace. I've also seen the fact that it's banned in the USA brought up quite a lot, and I saw one commenter saying that it's possibly banned there to prevent people from recognising the missing girls, but this can actually be explained away relatively 
relatively easily. Scrolling to the bottom of their website, we can read that they are licensed by the government of Curaçao under 8048 Jazz, and looking up some information about that gambling license that they hold, one of the conditions of it is that they aren't allowed to offer their services in certain locations, the USA being one of them. So if this is the only license that they hold, which from what I can tell it is, then they simply cannot make their platform available in the USA for legal reasons, which basically makes the thing that people are trying to make look suspicious not suspicious at all. The theories that the women have been drugged is also another one that seems to be believed by many. Looking through the videos of the dealers again, I can kinda see why people would think this to be honest, but they honestly just seem tired. Which kinda leads to another theory of sorts which we'll dive deeper into later in the video, but I don't think they are under the influence of any drugs. Another video that's shared around a lot is a video of something happening to one of the dealers. It was eventually decided upon by viewers that she was having a seizure in the clip that went viral, and quickly, let's explain some things about it. First of all, it's been brought up a lot that it's weird that the other dealers didn't get up to help her, but with the use of common sense and also another comment, we can easily explain it away. The women want and are probably told to remain professional in a situation like this. They have their own tables to attend to, and there's supervisors on call to help someone in this exact situation, which we can actually see in the video when a lot of other people come over to help the girl once they realise that something is wrong. People have also said that the dealers are tied to their chairs, basically to try and add to the theory that these people are being held against their will. A huge piece of information that has been spread about this clip is that they carried the chair away with her, which is just a complete lie. If we watch part 2, we can see that they simply carry her chair out of the way of the table so that they can then lift her, and this actually proves that the dealers aren't tied up, as at no point in the video is she tied up in any way. In fact, people who have worked at real life casinos have publicly said that it's rare to have under 5 cases of someone fainting per day, as gamblers can spend hours upon hours on the games, so if a dealer is in a room which is probably boiling with multiple other people for hours, then you'd guess it would be the same case, right? Now, let me show you a comment that made me laugh quickly. One person said that the dealer shown in this video is a child with makeup on, <laughs> That's an adult woman. Have you ever been outside? This isn't just me calling someone a virgin, this is genuinely me being shocked as to how someone could even form this opinion. Have you seen a woman in your life? Let's move on to the probable reality of this. While personally I don't believe that these people are being trafficked, I do believe that something is still going on here. We've seen dealers look exhausted, some even falling asleep during their shift, and while I don't have a job currently and have no experience from working night shifts, I doubt most employers let you work to the point of this much exhaustion. While I don't think that Rubet should be investigated for the possibility of human trafficking, because realistically you'll probably reach a dead end in that investigation, I do think that they should be looked into for overworking their employees like this. 
Now, I could be completely wrong, once again, this is just my opinion on it, but I don't think it's normal to overwork yourself to this point. Now, if the fact that employees pick their own hours like one commenter said is true, then that still kinda falls on the company. I'm not saying to fire these employees that are drifting off, but surely they can do something to prevent it and help their workers in the long run. I really don't think it's normal for employers to allow this level of unprofessionalism, especially in a virtual casino. I'm also 99% sure that the employees would be working for a provider rather than Rubet themselves, so if that's true then most of the blame really falls on them rather than Rubet, who are just hosting the games under their brand. Now, I'm kinda scared to say this next part of my argument because I've seen people have very strong opinions from this app. TikTok is a fucking cesspit. It's filled with conspiracy theories like I said at the start, and most will see a 60 second video and make their judgement, unlike myself and many others, who actually look for information and arguments for both sides before making a final theory. I've seen people be threatened, yes, threatened, and also being told that they're involved in a human trafficking ring just for saying their side of the argument on this. If you are blinded to the fact that these could simply be overworked employees, then you don't deserve to even be involved in any future investigations of anything of this magnitude. If this all turns out to be innocent on the trafficking side of things, and it turns out that employees were being overworked by the provider and not Rubet themselves, then that essentially means that an innocent company would have taken a hit for basically nothing. Now, in no way am I defending this at all, and I'm not defending Rubet either as I've seen other accusations of rigging and such, but still, I think the internet as a whole needs to stop flaunting baseless conspiracy theories. I've presented all the evidence that I can find myself in this video, feel free, now that you know all the facts, to make your own judgement on this situation. If any more information comes to light, I will update in the pinned comment. If enough new information is brought to the table, then I'll make a part 2. But for now, I hope you have a good day, or night, wherever you are, in the world. Goodbye for now. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow the podcast to keep up to date with new releases. If you wish to view a video along with the audio, then you can head over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash where you can view video versions of all the episodes that are available on Spotify. I hope you have a good day, or night, wherever you are, in the world. Goodbye for now.